Hello, I'm Lucas. And I am Nicholas. And this is our show, Wisha, where we discuss the reality of working a small business. Hello, it's Monday morning, or almost afternoon. Yeah, it's 11 now. So. 11, our first uh, run today of 2022. And um, our first podcast, actually. We have been reopened for like two and a half weeks. Two and a half weeks. A little bit more, maybe. Yeah. We opened June, January 11th. Right. <laughs> and now we are drinking this wine who was given by uh, one of our guests. What is it? It's called Friday. It's, he was telling me that, so he was telling me the way like they, they do the wine is he's part of this wine club. It's this gentleman who does it, but every time he sends out, he sends it out once every couple months. This is good. It's good. He, sent, he sends it out once every couple months and he gives people like every time he does something different. So this wine was named Friday and he gave people different letters on so their, we got so the a. label. Yes. Yeah, so we got a Y. So we got the last two, the last two uh, letters of Friday. And it's kind of, I guess the, the, the guest who gave it to us said, this is for you guys after you've finished a long week. This is a 2018 Cabernet Sauvignon from Napa Valley. Yeah. I was or, there last week. Orrin Swift. Orrin Swift. Do you know Orrin Swift? No. He's a winemaker? I think so. Let me check. Yeah, that's what I think he was saying that. Orrin Swift. Yeah, Orrin Swift Wines. Oh, it's a, yeah, it's a wine. Uh... He's a, oh, yeah. Oh, it looks kind of cool. He has really cool labels. And this one's pretty cool. It's good? Yeah, look at these labels. Okay. So, yeah. um, so first run, first run of 2022, we did our last run of 2021 in the south of France. That's true. I forgot about that. Uh, but uh, the business has been uh, fairly slow, yeah. slow to a point where we start to worry. Um, it's only the last couple of days that we feel a little bit more um, energized or feel a little bit more phone calls and people coming back. Yeah, it's definitely been an interesting start to the new year. It seems like everyone's kind of feeling the same thing, the pressure. Yeah. And, it's like something you wonder if we didn't make mistake by having a different team yeah. or if our food quality has decreased or our service went down or if our local get tired of us. Yes. I feel like every time, every time it's slow, we try to think of, um, we try to get the answer of why it's slow, but maybe it's just slow. <laughs> yeah. I know, but the truth is we cannot be slow like that every winter at that level. Because we won't yeah. be able to make it. The winter time. Also with the summer, you come off the summer and you get so used to doing such consistent business. And then we go into the winter and the winter was so inconsistent. You know, we're going from like, almost cutting our covers in half within a week. Right. Yeah. But then for no reason. No, it's true. It's so weird. Well, the biggest worry for me is that even though it's quiet, during the uh, the week, I could understand on in winter time, but I don't get it in a in a summer in a, on Fridays and Saturdays and yeah. Sundays. Yeah, when it's quiet on Friday, that's when you like kind of what's going on. Right, you just try to uh, it's Friday night or Saturday night, and you did twenty five covers, yeah. and you know like Something's no one on. is going out, no yeah. one at all. I know. Yeah, so. but then you go and then you go to other places though, and it seems the similar. You know, I mean, it doesn't seem like anybody's like breaking the bank anywhere. 
Oh, that's true. That's true. Even nobody on the street, we see some quiet times for them. But the weekend again, they are still stronger or felt stronger or we felt. Yeah. I mean, this was a good weekend for us. The last two weekends. Yeah. This is, but this one, was, this one was better even. We did finally like a good Friday you know, or a good Saturday. And a good Sunday. And a good Sunday. Sunday was great yesterday. Yeah. And the dinner service picked up versus lunch or early dinners. Yeah. Which is a switch of. More people coming to dinner time. Yeah. Right. Because our menu has also becoming more dinner oriented than it was before with the yeah. offering of sandwich and tacos and yeah. all this stuff. Mm. This wine is really good. It's smooth, huh? Yeah. I thought it was going to be kind of uh, heavy. And we didn't even decant it. Yeah. Well, it's a 16, right? 18. 18. Well, 18. Oh, it could be decanted. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. It's young. Well, how do you just, how do you, um, choose between whether or not to decant a wine. So if it's older, you decant it to um, to make sure you don't have the uh, residue. Like the acidity? Yeah. No, no, no. The, the When you do older the wine, there is, it's set Oh, like the sediment yeah. stuff? Oh, so okay. you try, so that's why you, so you have to decant it slowly with a candle underneath so you can make sure that you can see the, the dirt. With a candle? Mm -hmm. Wow. And then... Like um, a light now? I bet you know it's like... A light, yeah. Light. A candle. I mean, yeah. candle is romantic <laughs> yeah but then after all if you do this wine and you decant it you have to decant it violently <laughs> you Why? really have to because it's have to explode it so you breathe yes mm -hmm. the decanter has to be very wide so there is a lot of surface of um air contact yeah. with the yeah. wine last night last night i opened the 2004 penfolds grange and it was when I was opening it, the cork, the thing went right through. It was so, but it was weird because it's on its side the whole time. So yeah, don't you think the cork isn't like moist? Doesn't have some. It, it moved too much. It traveled too much. It got too much temperature. I'm uh -huh. glad that it was good because yeah, you need those wine to get. They can get pretty tired. Right. So anyway, I decanted it really, like you said, decanted it really slowly. Right. And that's what I, that's all I did. And then yeah. I the the gentleman said the wine opened beautifully. And then I tried it after, and it was it was very nice. Uh, but he did say it lost a little bit. And it's interesting how he could tell right away. He smelled it, and he's like, "Oh, I think it might have lost a little bit." Yeah, but well, that's probably the end. Yeah. That was our most expensive wine. Yeah, the story behind five hundred. I was kind of sad you weren't there. <laughs> I know. Because I wanted you to try, you know. But when it was a gift. Yeah. And how much does that wine usually go for? That much? I don't know, to be honest. I never drink it and I um I never worked in a restaurant where we carried it. Yeah. It it is kinda nice that it's done now because it was kind of out of place on the menu. You know, oh yeah. It was more like it was that. like French. We have like French Californian wine and then Australian Penfold. <laughs> Great. One of yeah. the most one of the most like ex prestigious no, Australian wine. wines. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. It's interesting. Uh, and it's weird too. He the the person, the gentleman who came in, it was, just was a table of one. He was just wanted a bottle of wine. Well, I think he wanted to do it for us too. Yeah, partially. Yeah, he's a collector of wine. Loves wine. Yeah, and he, you know, he always brings in. You know, there's also like this gentleman who comes in and give hundred dollars to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Some people. Are yeah. Some people just wanted to support and. Those people are great to have that because then it helps boost your check average too. No, well, yeah, sure. I mean, that's $500, $600 for one person to dine with us. Mm -hmm. 
that's a French laundry price is yeah exactly we finally <laughs> could compete with the big boys for a second you know, one, nice. shot. Yeah. one shot yeah yeah I wonder uh, how things are going to change with the year I'm, I was excited for the year to start but then we, we're starting off so slowly it's almost a little discouraging sometimes well this is why we're doing the Westlake project because this is not going to be enough this small restaurant in Malibu is wonderful and has great potential and great, uh, great connection and incredible guests come to this restaurant. Mm -hmm. But is it going to be able to to help to to support the entire family? You know. Yeah. And um, everything else with it, I I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah. Part of it is because. The, loca the location was from good to okay. Now, yeah. due to the uh, changes of tenant in the uh, shopping center, yeah. or due to the fact that the new the tenant yeah. will never never going to be a uh, food traffic, never going to be a business um, shopping business center. Oriented, yeah, not at all. It's it's becoming like this residential center. Well, it's become a, a storage room and an office room for a very rich family. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah. and then everybody knows now that this place is empty and there is nothing to look for. Yeah. Then on Saturday you drive to the store and when you come back to to the restaurant from um, the north. There is a huge traffic to enter the country mart. Nobody knows any better than there is the country mart and there is the pier. And that is it. Yeah. That's all they know. Yeah. And everywhere. I, know, I remember when we first started, everyone was telling us, like, oh my gosh, you're in the best location. You get this is so amazing. No, but we were, they were right. The, if the shopping center had developed to have, you know, a yoga, a barber shop, a dry cleaner, another restaurant. Yeah. Then it will have been activities, yeah. a small store to go buy things. Yeah, even like a general store. Yeah. yeah. Then it will have developed, but now yes, there's nothing to come to the shopping center other than Nicholas Sillery. and it's so easy to park at the country mark, walk around. Yeah. Get a bite to eat. How many restaurants? Five, six restaurants? More. More, yeah. yeah ten maybe. Lucky, you know, Lucky's. Tradenoy, Tony's Tavern, Tony's Tavern, Oyster, Oyster Company, Marmalade. Marmalade. That, uh, what's it? Malibu Country Kitchen or something. Like that. Subway or uh, no? There is a fast food. There is. Yeah, it's, um, there's Cafe Havana. Cafe Havana. Strange wines. Yeah. I mean, there's like so much there. Why would you go anywhere else? And then you can walk across the street to the to the beach. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But it's true, before, when everything was for lease, you know, there was an opportunity yeah. to get people to come in. Yeah. And I don't think, like, well, I don't think having a restaurant in Malibu is, it's great if you're located in the right spot. I mean, I guess that's the same thing with everything, right? That's right. But if you are... But I feel like in other cities, you can have a great restaurant in the not, maybe not so great of a location and still do an amazing job. And still have the opportunity to do, to make them... To make the financial part, you know? No, but that's what we're going to try now. Now that we know where we're at, yeah. we're going to try to really make this place a destination where people will come. They have to go there if it's 
hopefully become a star Michelin or recognized or yeah yeah so. but I'm, I'm saying like you know like if you look at the Michelin guide in LA there a lot of places are like in Tarzana and Encino and you know like, but, I mean Encino is not the nicest like neighborhood of LA no you know and there's and Van Eyes even and there's some great restaurants right. there and I'm sure they're making I mean I hope they're making money but, yeah, but they were they, they're working on it that's what we have to do now then yeah. we we're realizing now that has changed because now this leasing, leasing uh, building is no longer leased to be, yeah. to be leased. It's already yeah. leased. It's so yeah. now we know that there is one space. Is there anything available? One. one. Uh, but it's upstairs. You want? They're, oh, everything water's done. Actually, but what are they going to do? Something. I think they're renting it after. Wow. And then cafe Lux being such in a slow business mode. Does not bring anything, yeah. And so uh, this is why. And then the parking, the fact that the parking is always packed, doesn't really show. Oh, yeah. It's packed most of the time because of the tenant. It's busy because pe the tenants are part. All their right. staff is parking there, and so we don't have any spot for guests to park. It's it's just it's interesting because like you go any any other place you go to, they would never allow that to happen. No. If it's managed properly, they wouldn't allow that to happen. So we are going to um, work hard at uh, making it a destination and creating all those little things that want to make people to come. From yeah. doing TikTok to podcast to reality show to doing great food, of course. Yeah, yeah after doing the good, the food needs to be good too. Yeah. I mean, you need oh, to yeah. have, make sure you have Absolutely. that. Yeah. But then we need to get... Um, we need to get when we open the rooftop bar, we're gonna do a grand opening and we're gonna invite everyone in the hospitality business in LA. And yeah. everybody I know that's a good idea. Just to bring people to where we are to show them what we're doing yeah. and who who we are. Everybody. They don't necessarily have to love what it it's just about showing what we because I feel like we don't get to show people. And the people who do come in and they see it, they, they understand. No, but we invite all the local restaurants. That's what we do. First, we do an industry night. Yeah, I think industry night is cool. Industry night where we invite all the people in the hospitality. And yeah. then the next day, we do a VIP night or yeah. locals. Yeah. And it would also it also be cool to see how the menu to, to do, because we have a rooftop and we have a downstairs part, the rooftop could be this almost like our second another location you know what i mean in a way if you could if we could figure out a way to make the rooftop almost not separate in the sense of like you know obviously the same location but separate from what we're doing downstairs then you could create these two things and so people come to the rooftop for one thing and they come downstairs for another thing yeah i mean that's it will happen at a certain point i mean we we also have key, we also have resources to do different things so we, Let's say somebody like you, you guys want to do this chef testing, right? Yeah. So somebody, they call in, they buy in, they say, we are going to be four, we're going to do chef testing. Mm. So then after all, they are in our hand, right? Yeah. So when they come in, we can start them upstairs. Yeah. Have some, some part of the tasting upstairs, part of the tasting downstairs. downstairs. Oh, that'd be a cool. Finishing one. back upstairs yeah. with cognac. And, yeah. You know? So that's us to direct after. Once yeah. you have all the things, then you play around. Yeah. Then people will be like, okay. Yeah. It's when you... Uh, Right now, and I'm I'm guilty for that because when people are going to come in, they're going to ask for food upstairs, and you're going to say, say yes. yes. I know. And that's and I can't say no because 
I've been so many times I've seen places being not used properly because of yeah the strict orders. Well, I understand that, but there, there should be a limit to to things. Not not in the sense of like we don't want to give you what you want, but in the sense of like you go out to dinner for a couple of reasons. You know, you go out to dinner one. So I mean, in my opinion. You go out to dinner on Sunday night with your kids because you don't want them cook and you don't want to clean. Sure. Right? But then when you go out on Saturday night with your girlfriend or your wife or friends, you're going out to have a good time, to have an experience. Right? So when you go out, you should you are a little bit at mercy of what the restaurant is going to do in a way. Sure. Right? The restaurant needs to do what they do. Right. right? right. So they need to give you – they need to give you what they believe is the best image of them and the best, um, you know, like idea and, and menu and food and it's, uh, it's them. So, you know, you changing things that they, that they're trying to do almost limits your quality of your experience in a way, because like, if, if we say like, you know, you can't, if we say something like, you know, at night we don't want to serve a fried chicken sandwich to somebody. I mean, I understand that the fried chicken sandwich is a great thing, but like, you know, it's almost like you're limiting yourself from exploring the menu more and seeing the other things that are good. I can understand like a little kid ordering a fried chicken sandwich. True, true. But we establish ourselves as a local restaurant, like everybody, yeah. because that's the way it is. That's the location. That's what it calls for. Yeah. And now slowly but surely we are going to move it a little bit more and we are still going to embrace the local who wants to come in and, Get a steak frit upstairs, but we are going to influence more the new one, the tasting yeah. menu, which is a great idea. That's how we're going to make it. Yeah. That's how things are going to change organically. Yeah. But you still have to be like, hey, those people who come every time, they want to be four upstairs tonight. Yeah. It and you're going to say yes. But then you're going to have six tables who are going to come for chef tasting. Yeah. And they're going to be. Um, Starting upstairs with canapé, going downstairs, mm -hmm. eat a meal, yeah. and maybe be done, you know? Yeah. Or and, just and, going upstairs for a cocktail and enjoy that. Yeah. That'd be directed, but then. But then eventually it would all, yeah, then you have eventually this, it will all fall under something. Then you have this local guy is looking at it, he's like, what are they doing? And say, what well, this is, are we doing a testing? Say, oh, what kind of testing? Yeah. And you know how people, the people who come there, mm -hmm. so you get to see things. Yeah. Even if you do the We Chef dinner, imagine the We Chef, you start up upstairs everybody with cocktails, yeah, and then you all go downstairs where everybody has a table ready. Yeah. It would be nice. It would be nice. I think it would be very cool. And this is, if we don't do something like that to create an experience, even if it's small and affordable, it has to be affordable, mm -hmm. um, we will struggle every winter. And then in the summer, we will try to catch up and we will do batch up yeah. by uh, cutting, taking shortcut and overextending ourselves. The other thing with that is that when you do, when you start to do something like that, then it's about regulating. You know, like maybe in the beginning when you start a tasting menu like that, where you're on two floors, you, it's a lot of coordination in the yeah. beginning because it's it's the it, you're on training wheels essentially. You know what I mean? Like you've never done it, so now it's time to do that. So. Maybe you only limit like only 30 covers can be this tonight. You know? and it's, at the beginning, the first time we're going to start, which is going to be this month, right? Or March? Yeah, I mean, we have to talk about it. But, but when we start it, we're going to start with choices first. Yeah. You know, it's going to be choices. Yeah. 
then as we go along, yeah. as people catch up, we start to shrink, to limit ourselves and to, yeah. uh, to and to really try more. to give the exactly. best of what we are. Yeah. And then the first day we open, I mean, we do like two tables upstairs to start. Yeah. yeah. You know, we don't have, we can control it. We can say, oh, you're going to start upstairs. Yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, people are going to come. They just, if they come and they want a testing menu because there is something they heard of, we're going to be at the, um, they're going to be at our mercy to see what. Yeah, because they're they're just coming in to see what it is. Right. Yeah, I like that idea though. If you come in, you have a cocktail upstairs and some kind of base, and then your main, you know, your courses. Yeah. Start down. You there. go downstairs, then you go back upstairs and finish with cognac. Well, you turn the table downstairs for a la carte. I mean, yeah. yeah. You know the options. Are opportunities. Are yeah. And that courtyard, are we keeping that courtyard? Is it going to stay? Is it not? Yeah. We don't. Well, know. it's almost like if it doesn't stay. And we have a roof. We could still we could do something really cool. Yeah, but if we do think like that, where you have a sixty-five, seventy dollar menu, yeah, then uh, how far do you go? Do you do how many people do you do? Yeah. You know, like so then you to limit. So then yeah. you don't need to have. You don't need to have do hundred covers. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's maybe great. you do eighty to ninety cover yeah. consistently. Yeah, which is a lot. It's better to have a consistent restaurant that does. That does control and does quality than to have a place that's a madhouse because we've all been to the place know, but we, that's a madhouse. But we see what this is Malibu right now. Yeah, this is all Malibu notes. Yeah, right. It's a line yeah. on the weekend. Yeah, and empty during yeah. the week. But who enjoys who who really enjoys waiting in a line for food? Like you know the when you talk about the pier is always so packed, many. right? So many. Yeah, but if you could do if you could do something where. There is no line and like, yeah, maybe you can't go on Saturday, but you can totally go on Sunday and you don't have to wait in a line. And yeah, it's a different day, but you know what? Maybe, maybe that will allow the, the spread. No, but because here in Malibu, that's what people do. This is what restaurateurs have done. They take as much as they can when the, when everything is done, nobody's trying to create something for yeah. people to drive here. Yeah. You, when you come to Malibu, you don't come to eat. Yeah. You come for a, day, for a day, for a day trip, right? Yeah. No, yesterday, uh, my friend from French Henry came. Yeah. It was a day trip, right? Yeah. Then he went to the beach. Yeah, went to the beach a little bit. So that's right. So nobody's trying to see things for us, you know? Yeah. This is why that restaurant, Bed in Los Alamos, they created that. Yeah. So there is a wine wall, everything, which is good too, because it's, it's more appealing to foodies. Yeah, you get more of their, their the foodie uh, people. Yeah. But then it's far, but they go, you yeah. go there, and this is how they, this, they could not have done any better than what they do now mm -hmm. to do amazing yeah no they did yeah they did what they that that place i mean that place will be around forever and i you know i if they're not making money now i hope that they're making you know they will yeah. you know. but then yeah i mean that's the it's about being consistent at the end of the day and like earning a mission star is about doing the best you can for your what level you're at right is being the best at the best that you um at what you're trying to represent, whether you're a mm -hmm. French bistro or you're a gastropub, yeah. mm -hmm. just have to be the, at the top of what you do. Yeah. yeah. That's why sushi place, a lot of them have a star because sushi restaurants, usually chefs are very passionate and they do they're the best at the sushi place. Yeah, you, so, can't, you can't just go get a sushi chef off the street. Yeah. No. So in, mm -hmm. in Japan, in Tokyo, there is a, a three, I think it's three star in a subway. Mm. That, in a subway? Yeah. In a, in like a in a tunnel? Yeah. Translation, like, but it's not, maybe they like five or six seats. Yeah. 
but it's probably it's really guy. it's got to be so well done because the guy that's why he goes to the fish market he gets yeah. fish he comes here he does 15 cover a day yeah top prize yeah. you know and he's killing it and that's it yeah so he's the best of so it. that's a cool that's a cool thing to me i think the exclusivity part of a restaurant can sometimes <laughs> be fun yeah it is you know i mean i also you have to have this uh, you have to have those places that churn and are all day long and you know like the model of cheesecake factory you know is a cool model because those guys are always full always i don't think you can make a reservation there can you i don't know but i mean every every cheesecake factory you go to it's like gave 30 minutes away yeah and no matter what it could be like you know like a snowstorm right you know and so that that's cool but then also when you have the other places that are that are look really looking at food quality and experience with food. Yeah, it's cool. So, uh, yeah, getting uh, getting the restaurant into a map of foodies so we can have a winter of a decent level and a summer of quality. Yeah, that's that's what we we should start, we should strive for. Yeah. This is why also we're opening Westlake. Um, but the other things is, um, if you look at around Malibu, the only restaurant who is consistently busy is Nobu. Nobu was like by far. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. I, th- I bet you Dukes and Moonshadows are busy too. Right. Moonshadow was named hundred best restaurant by Yelp. Oh yeah. Yeah. Actually, I knew some people went there. I I've never heard anything bad about Moonshadows. Yeah. Yeah. You hear bad things about Nobu because everyone's like, oh, Nobu, you know. But so Nobu does a great job. Those, I mean, honestly, the whole thing that they have going on, they know how to. They know how to do it. They 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 have the right recipe. Yeah. You know, and they do. It I mean, they have their own water. They are next to um, Soho House, which is also a big influence. As people come every yeah. day. Yeah. I mean, the so. people that go to Soho House and to Nobu are the people that right. spend money. Yeah. So those people will come to come to us. They will have to have something to look for. Something. You know, I maybe there are some people. I was saying yesterday. I feel like Nobu. Or I feel like Malibu restaurants get are the ones. All you do is just get the splash over of Nobu. So like Nobu is overflowing. So you get that. That's mm-hmm. right. I know. Sometimes, but well, Duke. Sometimes people call and be like, yeah, "Hey, Duke's uh, too busy, yeah. do you have a wait?" Because yeah. Duke has, has half an yeah, hour I mean, wait. We like never have a wait. No, <laughs> sadly. Anyway, anyway, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. And tune in next time. Until next time. Thank you. Take care. Bye.